0: You're listening to episode 17 of the Beam Life podcast. In today's episode, we're gonna talk about fighting those stories and beliefs that keep us small and how to return home to yourself. You guys, the feedback has been incredible from this Beam Babe community. It's so powerful to know that we aren't alone in this journey that we call life. Please keep your feedback and stories of how these episodes relate and resonate with you coming my way. And also, don't forget to take a selfie or take a screenshot of the episode and post it to the gram at the beam life or just DM me with how you've overcome playing it small. Now let's get this party started. Welcome to the Beam Life Podcast, a rad and soulful show designed to set your heart on fire. As a hive, we will chat all things lifestyle, dig deep on how to achieve your wildest dreams, discover your confidence, and live the most fierce version of you. Yes, Beam Babe. You can be everything and more. Here's your host, the Beam Boss herself, Caitlin. Hey, what's going on bean babes? Happy Wednesday. I'm coming at you from Big Bear today and it's so nice for the two of us to be able to get out of the city and come up to a friend's cabin and just detox for a little bit. I don't think I realized how badly I needed this little getaway until I got here. You know, nature always has that way of grounding me and reminding me of just this complete beauty that always surrounds us. This episode is being recorded, you know, during the COVID 19 crisis when the majority of the country is still in quarantine and being confined to a single space for over a month now definitely has had its challenges. I guess it's, you know, we're going on a month and a half um, out here in California, but it's definitely made me value and appreciate things like, you know, my time management skills, growing in my patience, health, gratitude, technology for sure, a really, really solid, good partnership, real friendships, because this has shown me definitely where real friendships are. And quality time with people in my actual household, just to name a few. And um, also being kind of confined to my home space, it has given me a lot of time to organize, reflect, and just grow and learn as a human. Um one of the many projects that I decided to take on because, you know, when we are at home, it's like, let's find the next thing to do. I've been meaning to do all these things and never have the time. Um... It was cleaning out our garage. And even though I just moved into this home uh, this past November, you know, I made the mistake that we all do of just basically all those boxes of memories that have been in the garage forever and just keep going from move to move to move. I did the same thing. And then all this other stuff from the old house, I just kind of brought it and dumped it into the garage. So our garage, which Normally, wouldn't be a big deal, but I spend at least an hour in there every day because it's where I go to work out. It was just this constant reminder of things from the past that I had either completely forgotten about or I was just altogether ignoring. Um, So as I started to, you know, uh, organize and clean out the garage, it was interesting how each box that I opened really brought me down so many different memory lanes And how they each smelled like that moment in time. You know, they always say those smells can bring you back to an exact place. And, you know, when I opened boxes of McLean's baby stuff, it still smelled like that fresh, yummy newborn, you know, and all my college stuff that I had totally smelled to me like the streets of New York City, like a little bit dirty, um, but also just really loved. And a lot of the other boxes smelled like my previous home where I had had so many memories of, you know, my past marriage, my previous business, all these races I've done. So, it was really really interesting how those boxes had kind of even preserved the smell and captured that moment in time. And going through memories is always a bittersweet thing, um, memories and and things from the past. And oftentimes I kind of feel like we're caught between that feeling of really reminiscing and missing or remembering that moment or the people or the feeling um, that we were in. And then also that's mixed with, the feeling of gratitude for evolving and being where I am now. Because let's face it, without all of these past decisions and pivotal moments, I wouldn't be right here right now, which is arguably the happiest I've ever been. And that's even in quarantine, right? So I'm so grateful that while I miss those things um, and they bring back great, great, great memories and some not such great memories, I um, am grateful for them because I'm here now. And I also found it really, really fascinating at what was important to me at those various stages in my life, you know, um, like what I had held on to. I mean, you guys, I still have handwritten notes, you know, the kind that you used to pass around in high school. This was all pre-cell phone texting days. Um, But At that age and at that time, you know, those notes were so coveted to me and I loved giving them and getting them. So I kept them and it was really sweet to go back and read, you know, about which teachers were annoying and what we were going to do after school and who were our crushes and all that kind of stuff. So that was neat that I had kept that. But at the time, that was what was important to me. Other things um, that I came across when I was cleaning out the garage was definitely some incriminating photos of my party days. I came across, of course, baby photos of myself and, you know, family photos growing up, concert tickets, some of my favorite t-shirts that have been very well loved and worn, and a few of my best presentations and assignments from uh, my college days. And wow, does it make you appreciate Photoshop and an efficient PowerPoint now. Because so much was like hand cut out and pasted together. Just amazing uh, how much time technology can really save us. And, uh, I, you know, I found like magnets of places I've traveled. Um, but the most interesting was finding old notes and journals to myself about Who I wanted to be and my dreams and aspirations. And, you know, what I realized through this blast from the past was while I'm now older and a mother, and I've survived so many more of life's hardships, I have finally returned home, you guys. Like, I am home. I feel so good and feel so familiar to myself. I just have been on a slight detour these past, you know, several years, and you know, I had convinced myself that who I was and the life I was living previous to, you know, being on this detour, uh, needed to be changed, and I needed to become more of like a quote unquote grown up, whatever you know that means, but. I'm certainly not suggesting that I still want to be out at a club until 2 a.m. Or if you lived in New York like I did, it was 4. But what I'm saying is that, you know, never under any circumstances should we change the core of who we are for anything or anyone else. Um, I'm a totally firm believer that who we are from the day we are born and put on this earth, that... Um, we are who we are, like our personalities are formed. And, you know, sure, we are shaped from our environment and our parents or role models. But it's the same reason, you know, two siblings or three, if you're, you know, with my brother and sister, we have had the exact same upbringing, but we have very different social skills, temperaments, outlooks on life. Um, And personality wise, we're very different. So, I really strongly believe we are who we are and going through my pictures and journals is just proof that who I am right now at this very moment Is that same little girl, that wild three-year-old that was burying herself in the sand in Port Aransas, Texas, or you know the girl in the most wild and wacky outfit during junior high uh, dress-up days, or the girl you know dancing my face off at a club in uh, New York, or jumping out of an airplane, Um, or you know the photos of me becoming a mother for the first time and holding McLean at the hospital? It's just reassures me that I am who I am and have always been. And I've always been, you know, strong willed, loud, social, and had the need for speed and passionate and a huge believer in just being yourself always, always. However, somehow in my late 20s I started reading that memo that most of us women get. You know that one that says it's time to slow down, you know, earn a stable income, find a man, buy a house, have a baby and live your life. You know, that's just how it should be. And um along with that becomes be a good daughter be a good wife, be a good mother, and the list goes on and on and on. And while that might be a major dream for one of you being babes, I totally am not knocking that. It just wasn't the dream for me, and it it didn't belong to me. But even as strong as I was and have always been, I couldn't fight it, and I gave in, and I did the thing, all the things, you know? And if you listen to my last podcast episode, you know the outcome of what happened there and didn't work out too well. You see, that girl I've always been was literally just underwater and needed to come up for a breath of fresh air. And so she did. And here I am, baby. And I'm not going anywhere again, I'll tell you that much. And um, going through all of these stages and choices, you know, that I've made and kind of recognizing all these pivotal points and piecing all of it together. And how did I get here? And how did I get so lost? Um, There are, there is one thing that I am really, really proud of. And it has shown up both in my personal life, and also in the ability of how I've been able to impact people. And it is getting people out of these stories and beliefs that really do cause us to kind of stay stuck and play it small. And you see, we stay small because it's comfortable and it's the known. It's what's normal out there, right? It's that memo that we get and that's what we're supposed to do. And we feed ourselves these different kind of scenarios or stories um, or we have certain belief systems and we stay small. We all do it. Not a single person is immune to this, okay? Everyone has been through this at least some point in their life. So, you know, it's not rare for somebody to experience this. But the hard part is getting out of this story and breaking that belief system. So this is exactly what I did when I made the decision to stop living the life that I knew wasn't my story. I had to get out. And I knew I had done this other times in my life where I made big changes. This was by far the biggest, but I knew I needed to. You know, we always say that we want more out of life. Um, And sometimes we even speak it out loud. You know, we tell a friend, we journal it, all those journals I had written. And dreams and aspirations I had. But, you know, most often why dreams are never brought to fruition is because they're scary or we're seriously worried about what somebody else or society is going to think of it. And they're really, really terrifying. So I want to ask you, like, Bean Babes, what lifelong stories and beliefs do you need to let go of right here, right this very second? To become who you need to be and have that exceptional beam life that you're dreaming of. You know, all the time we make excuses and I hear things all the time. I can't because I'm a mom and I need to be there for my child or my children. Um, I would, but I'm not smart enough or have the credentials to be able to do that. You know, I've definitely heard this one. When this quarantine is over, then I will leave this emotionally abusive relationship. When I have more money, then I'll invest in making my dream business happen. Or, you know, that just isn't possible to lose weight right now because the gyms are closed and groceries are super limited. And it's annoying because I have to wear a mask. The list could go on and on and on. And I have literally heard these phrases uttered thousands of times by my clients, by friends, and beam babes, right? And you guys, they are lies. Pure lies. The only reason they show up is to make us believe the story of why we should play it safe and play it small. You know, the truth is to move forward and create this beam life, this life of your dreams, you have to be able to recognize these stories and fight back against them. And if you're not willing to kind of spend some time and recognize where you may have gone on a detour, it's really hard to get out of it because you have to first acknowledge it. And you also have to be willing to take risks and do what is wildly out of your comfort zone and risk what other people might think is think you're crazy, you know, or what they think of you. Um, And if you're not willing to do those things, then you are guaranteed to just stay small and be stuck. And, um, you know, I want to encourage you to really think of a time where you were in a story that was keeping you small and you fought out of it. What did you do to get out of that very moment? And if you're currently stuck and you're playing it small and you know it's time to return home, what do you need to do right now? Don't forget who you are. The world needs you, Bean Babes. They need you. I also want to say happy Mother's Day to all my Bean Mamas. You know, whether you've actually carried a child, you've cared for a child that you love like your own, or even if you just have fur babies, I know what it's like to put others before yourself time and time again. And if you're anything like me, you've probably been super hard on yourself and maybe even a little overly critical. Totally not guilty of that. Um, (laughs) But I'm here to remind you seriously how incredibly valuable and loved that you are. And I love you. And that's all I got for you today, beam Babes. Until next week, keep beaming. The Beam Life podcast records episodes weekly and can be found on Instagram at TheBeamLife and at beamlife.com.